The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here. Welcome back to Killers Amongst Us, a production of iHeartMedia and Crime Online. I think about Jennifer Kessie so often. Long blonde hair, big blue eyes, the world in front of her, just starting out in her professional life. And I also think about her parents because her parents, Drew and Joy, spent their whole life working to make a living to support Jennifer and her brother, the entire family, pouring all their love, their hopes, their dreams, their money, their attention. Oh, think about it. You know, the Little League games, the Girl Scouts, the cookies, the this, the that, the tooth fairy, the braces. It goes on and on and on. And it's, they're not chores. They're not chores at all. They're the things you do for love. And to this day, they are still doing it for love, searching for their beautiful girl. What happened to Jennifer Kessie? Miss Kessie, what more can you tell me about what time, if you know, that she would contact her boyfriend in the morning? Well, uh, Jen typically left for work between 7.30 and 8 in the morning, mm-hmm. and it was her habit to call Rob when she got in her car. So as she got in her car and was driving to work is when she would make that good morning call. Um, and as we know, Rob never received that call. Drew, tell me the condition of her apartment. Uh, her condition, it, it was obviously brand new. She had just um, purchased it. I mean, it that morning, it, what did it look like? Had she made oh, breakfast? Okay. Had she done her hair? What? No, no. Um, it, it looked like she slept in her bed. She had two or three outfits laid out on the bed as if she was choosing an outfit to wear. Uh, she, um, as, as was stated, the bathroom looked like someone got ready to go to work. The rest of the condo was just perfect. It honestly looked like a maid came through uh, right down to a full setting, four-piece setting, table setting in, in, on her dining room table. You are hearing me speaking with Drew and Joyce Cassie on HLN. The search for Jennifer, their girl, goes on. 
with me, Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando's Morning News 96.5 WDBO, Dr. Daniel Bober, renowned forensic psychiatrist at Dr. Daniel Bober on Instagram, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, and author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, Joseph Scott Morgan. Bruce Johnson with me, owner ISP Investigations, crime scene commander, Chicago Metro. Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author of Red Flags at WendyPatrickPhD.com. And special guests joining me, Drew and Joyce Kessie, Jennifer's mom and dad. Take a listen to this, our friends at CBS. By January 2006, 24-year-old Jennifer seemed to have everything going for her. She had bought a brand new condo in Orlando. She'd been promoted at work, and there was a new man in her life. She was intelligent, she was captivating, she had a sense of humor. One of the first conversations we had ended up being like five hours. Rob Allen, a 32-year-old Englishman, lived two and a half hours away in Fort Lauderdale. The couple had been dating for a year and saw each other every other weekend. I mean, we communicate, you know, four, five, six, seven times a day, every day. She became my best friend. In January 2006, Rob and Jennifer took a vacation to St. Croix. It was just perfect. A um, lot of cocktails, a lot of sun, a lot of beach. The, you know. oh, we had an awesome time. We joked we should just stay there and just not come back to the real world. But the real world was about to intervene. I, I go back over and over and over the facts to start at the beginning. What happened the day Jennifer went missing? Listen. The first clue something was wrong came the next morning. Jennifer failed to show up for a meeting at work. Her co-workers at Westgate Resorts couldn't reach her on her cell phone or at home. So they called her parents. I got the phone call from her employer that she had not shown up. Was there a family emergency? I immediately panicked because Jen's cell phone has never been turned off. Joyce called the manager of Jen's apartment complex. He went to her unit. Jennifer wasn't there. Neither was her car. I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God, this can't be happening. My mother called me, crying, I was hysterical. She said, Jen's missing. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, she hasn't shown up for work. Drew Cassie, you get the news that Jennifer did not report to work. You tell me that you immediately jump in the car and drive hour plus to get to her condo. Now, when I was speaking to you earlier, I said, I don't want to hear about the condo being new. Just tell me about the, the scene itself. But I do want to hear now about the condo on the outside, the layout, the gate, if there was one. Tell me everything as you approach that condo, jumping out of the car, what did you see? Take me inside, from outside in her condo. Sure, when we approached the uh, the condo complex, uh, everything was normal to us. We got up to the uh, guard gate, <clears throat> and we got let in quite quite quickly. Uh, they really don't take a lot of information. Okay, whoa, right there, right there, right there. Hold on, hold on. Guard gate. If you live there, did you have a key to get in? Would the guard be there 24-7? If you didn't live there, did you have to identify 
yourself who you were, who you were coming to see? Would they let anybody come in that drove up? And could you walk in without being stopped for ID? That's a lot of questions, but could you answer those, Drew? Um, yes to all the above, to be quite honest with you, when it ended up. Okay. Well, uh, there was a guard gate. Now I have to review my own questions. <laughs> what? Wait, okay. There, yes, a guard gate. Wait, there break it down gate. for me. D- sure. Okay. Uh, there is a guard gate with a live guard there, as well as a gate that... Um, Anyone who had a pass key who lived there could come through on, on the right side. If you didn't live there, you had to stop at the guard gate and give your name, where you were going to, and they take your license plate. As we found out through receiving those records, um, <clears throat> the guards could not spell a name, did not take down a plate properly. Uh, they were actually useless in, in the end for our use and for law enforcement's use. Jay, are you telling me that someone could walk in by foot and not be questioned as to identity? Correct. Uh, at the guard gate, there was a sidewalk okay. um, that led up to a gate, and you could walk through the gate. It, it was done. I mean, anyone who wanted to get on the premises got on the premises. As soon as Jennifer was gone, her friends converged on the premises, and there was just no question. Anyone could get in. Any worker could get in. Any subcontractor could get in. They just had to stop. It didn't matter if they gave the right name, correct name, or anything else. You know, that is... Um, a, so it was very easily... That's a big problem. Did Joseph Scott Morgan, forensics expert, weigh in? Uh, yeah, because you've got a, a multitude of people that have access. And, uh, you know, we have to think back. There's all of this construction that's going on around this site. There's also a busy mall area, shopping area, that's immediately adjacent to this. So any John Q. public that's just passing by, even if it's just out of curiosity, hey, I want to go take a look at these condos, or somebody that's got more sinister motives can say, hey, I want to go look in these condos and see what's going on. They can use this as a point of entry, uh, Nancy, and there's no control. There's no control over the over the access to this area. And so it it doubles the difficulty in attempting to kind of whittle this down as to who may have had contact with her. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. 
Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Jennifer was very habitual and didn't, you know, didn't do things out of the ordinary. She left for work between 7.30 and 8 in the morning. It was like clockwork. Jen was kind of like my human alarm clock. She'd always call me or text me in the morning and just say, hey, look, have a great day. She called them every day they talked. She talked to her mom. She talked to her brother. She talked to her boyfriend. I never got a text from her or a phone call from her. We had started the work day, but after uh, about a half an hour and then an hour, we started wondering, where's Jennifer? When they called her phone, it went directly to voicemail. We waited another half hour or so and placed a phone call to Jennifer's dad. And when we had gotten the phone call that she didn't show up for work... She was crying, you know, she was extremely emotional, letting, hey, Jen's not answering. She gave me the whole rundown. She didn't show up to work. She's not answering her phones. I got confirmation from her family that, indeed, she'd never showed up to work and she was missing. I want to circle back to the scene. When you walked up, Drew, was the door locked or unlocked? Once you get through the gate, there's many, I guess there was probably a dozen uh, three-story buildings scattered about on a property uh, in front of Jennifer's condo was a, a good-sized fountain lake that faced the main road and straight across, almost straight across the street was the Mall of Millennia. She lived on a second floor, uh, just absolutely a beautiful condo. In fact, uh, Joyce and I said, we'd like to see you here, right here. Um, and she agreed, and it was her, her first home that she purchased. Uh, the outside of the building, gray in color, it had uh, exterior porches for each unit, and it had uh, stairwells that went up the second floor and third floor within. They were covered stairwells. Uh, so where Jennifer, her parking space was in the back of her condo on the other side of, so to say, the Fountain Lake. And her parking spot was identified with her condo number, which we, you know, have come to learn is pretty bad. Um, but she was straight away from the staircase. She would literally come out of her car, go probably, I don't know, 20 yards to the bottom of the staircase of her condo, go straight up one flight of steps, be on her floor, have to walk across the entire uh, condo with to get to her condo. The door, the door was totally locked. Um, okay, so it was locked. Does it lock from the inside or from the outside? From from the outside. So it's not as if she had been inside and turned a deadbolt. It was as if she had left and locked it as she left. Is that correct? Well, the deadbolt would have been a key also. So, um, so was it locked from the inside or the outside, or both? Could it have been either? It, it, I, we believe it's both the door as well as the deadbolt because to us she got ready for work walked out her door and proceeded to her car with me jennifer's mom joyce kessie joyce did you drive with drew to the condo yes we uh drove together okay when you got there what were your observations of inside her home inside the home was jen's suitcase right in the foyer and her mace on the little table she had in the foyer, and the rest of the place was pristine. 
save the fact that Jennifer is a huge bathroom pick when she gets dressed in the morning. So she had stuff scattered everywhere, things on the floor. Her bed, she had several outfits as if she was trying to decide what to wear today. Was that her uh, MO? Would she normally do that? Yes. That was Jen's routine. So it's not as if someone had rifled through her closet. You could tell that she was there that morning. She had been on the trip with her boyfriend, Um, the tropical trip, came home, made it back to her condo, and apparently was up that morning because she was laying out clothes. Now, would she have laid those out the night before? They were on her bed, though, which means it had to be that morning. She wouldn't have slept with them on her bed from the night before. I'm trying to get a good timeline. So you believe she laid the clothes out that morning getting ready for work? Exactly, because her bed was unmade. What, if anything, did you notice in her bathroom? Well... The first thing when you walked in the bathroom was, oh, my God, what a mess. But it was typical Jen. She's just a messy, messy Jen when she gets ready. The next significant thing is when we pulled the shower curtain back in the corners of the shower where, you know, normally you would put your shower, your shampoo or conditioner, it was, there was some water in the corners, that told us that she showered there. Drew then went into her laundry room and draped over the washing machine was a damp towel. And she put the towel, she thought to put the damp towel there. That tells me that Jen got ready in the morning. She clearly was not in any threat, under any threat at the time she took a shower And she walked as far as the laundry area, placed the damp towel there. Did you notice any of her clothes missing? The most significant thing that I noticed missing was Jen was very proud of her brown alligator high-heeled shoes that she had recently purchased. They were missing. Now, what's interesting, Nancy, is the articles of clothing that were on her bed were beiges and blacks. So she would have worn those brown shoes. And they were not in her closet. I'm trying to I'm trying to take in and ingest what you're saying because, you know, Wendy Patrick, California prosecutor, author red flags, every detail matters. The fact that those I, I, I didn't know this. It's as long as I've been working on Jennifer's case, I didn't know or remember the fact that those particular shoes were missing it would be as if you came to my place and nobody could find my my old dan post boots cowboy boots that i wear every single day that would be a big indicator wendy patrick a detail like this is huge it's powerful evidence nancy particularly if somebody knows you well they would know about your cowboy boots if somebody knows her well they would also know about those new alligator shoes and that's how we narrow down suspect pools even so many years after the fact we never want to let a case grow cold where new evidence and new tips like this are consistently available and it will help us to go back even many years after the fact to try to figure out why would those be missing if they didn't fit what she wore to work? Uh, how would somebody know where they were if, if somebody wanted to take them? Did she take them because she had plans to change and go somewhere after work? These detailed cases go to juries, but now in cases like this, 
that are still unsolved helps us solve them. You know, that that leads me to this thought, Joyce Cassie. I had always, in the back of my mind, thought someone got into her condo, uh, attacked her, and killed her. I don't necessarily think that. I think she left her condo based on what Drew is telling me about the front door, that it appears as if she locked it and left and the fact about, mostly about those shoes. I think she left the home that morning. Joyce? Oh, I definitely believe so because Jennifer was never, ever someone who took a shower at night unless, of course, she was going out with friends. But her, that was not her habit to shower for the next day. She was a morning shower. You know what? And, and that's, that is what we call behavioral evidence, evidence of routine. Dr. Daniel Bober, a forensic psychiatrist, if mom says she never takes a shower at night, then you can count on that is a fact. I know for a fact my twins always take a shower at night because I do not want them to get into the bed filthy and sweaty as they are after a day at school and playing. I know that. And I know they do not take a shower in the morning. So that that's something that only mommy would really know, Dr. Bober. And I'm I'm telling you, Cass, Joyce Cassie's right on this. Absolutely, Nancy. You know, I'm also a child psychiatrist in addition to a forensic psychiatrist. And I always say moms know best. When I need the history on a child, the person that I get the most information from, the most reliable in terms of behavioral patterns and little details like that, only moms really know. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Drew and Joyce Cassie know that they may never see their daughter alive again, but that hasn't stopped them from pushing to find her. Posters for Jennifer Cassie are scattered all over Central Florida. We asked the public, 
please stick with us. Please believe in us. Believe in Jennifer. We'll never stop looking for Jennifer. I, I was working the night uh, she went missing. I remember just talking to Drew on the phone and I remember hearing the, the voice of a very concerned and upset father and I'll never forget it. The 24 year old went missing back in January of 2006 when she never showed up for work. To Ray Caputo joining us, lead news anchor Orlando's Morning News 96.5 WDBO. Ray, at the time, do you recall when Jennifer's story first hit the news? Oh, absolutely, Nancy. You know, first off, Jennifer, Jennifer is an attractive young girl. Her picture is plastered up. She has this desperate family. So very quickly, um, we started hearing about this on the news now. They, were, they started handing out pictures and flyers of Jennifer. And, and you know, when you see a young woman like her go missing, it, it is a desperate situation because your first thoughts are, did somebody abduct her? You know, like her parents are saying now because of sex, tra sex trafficking, pick her up off the street. So you worry about that. But it was a big news story. You know, it kind of cut through a lot of the news that I was seeing around the time. And mainly because she's, a, you know, a smart UCF grad, you know, a pretty young girl. And, and immediately you're worrying that this probably not going to end well if they don't find this young woman very quickly. Bruce Johnson with me under ISP Investigations. There is a big difference in someone being attacked in their home and someone being kidnapped outside of their home. Because outside of the home, you're going to have a lot less fingerprints, a lot less um, evidence that you can actually find in the home. You're going to find fiber or fingerprints, uh, evidence of a struggle. If somebody disappears outside, it's a lot harder to find evidence, Bruce. Absolutely. It is, uh, you know, again, back then in 2006, did they have cameras in that parking lot? Uh, I, we haven't seen anything of that nature, so I don't think that there were. But um, a couple of things I want to go over, and I would like to ask Joyce um, if she knew uh, where you were talking about her routine. So we have, let's say, inside suspects and outside suspects. Inside suspects would be the guards, would be the uh, day workers and all your construction workers. Your outside people would be mall people and people that are, are coming and going um, on, a routine, on a, you know, not a routine basis, but uh, sporadically. So for Joyce, uh, I would want to know her routine. Did she come home, you know, and go to the pool every day? Did she come home and change and go work out? Did she come home and change and go jogging? Uh, those things would come into play for uh, the day workers working every day seeing her at the pool every day knowing that she goes jogging every day she comes home at at, at five o'clock every night she goes to dinner at six um that that would help focus if people on site were watching her so far we've managed to review what we know at this juncture and determine that there was no sign of a struggle there was no sign of forced entry it looked as if Jennifer had gotten up. Her suitcases were still in the entrance area of her home from the trip she'd just come back from. Gotten up, gotten ready for work, and left wearing those special shoes that were her favorites. But is there a secondary crime scene? Listen. The immediate thing you have to consider is maybe she was on her way to work or she was out away from her apartment and something could have happened to her. Her car is missing. Her family says she's missing. She's not been to work. She drove a black Chevy Malibu. It had been all over.
TV for two days. Now in Florida, we have a number of bodies of water. We have all kinds of different places where cars can break down. Yeah, this is Millennium Mall right here. Tips came in, yeah, we think we see it over here. We think we see it over there. Tuesday is when she disappears. Mm -hmm. When was her car found? Thursday morning. A neighbor who lived at Huntington on the Green saw the news report. The Huntington on the Green apartment complex, it's about a mile or so east of Jennifer's apartment. The complex was, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's rougher. Um, come to find out a lot of crime in the area. We went out to the apartment complex and found uh, Jennifer's car parked at the complex. Now we're talking about a whole new avenue of investigation. Is there hope of finding Jennifer Kessie? We need those continued tips to be called in. And in fact, if you've called a tip in in the last 12 years and you don't think it's been worked, call it in again, please. Please do that for us. Nancy Grace, Killers Amongst Us, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. 
Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.